a patient in the U.S. with leukemia has become the first woman and the third person who is said to be cured of HIV. We now speak to Dr. Tembisi Lekolu, CEO of South African National AIDS Council. Good afternoon to you, Doctor. Good afternoon, Glen Zito. How are you? I'm great. Very happy to hear Doctor calling me Glen Zito. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Always, I'm, 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 I'm the one that. Um, what do you call it? I'm the one that star cross. So don't, don't start. <laughs> well, well <laughs> welcome to the show and happy Monday. Thank you. Happy Monday. Thank you. Happy Monday to you. Yeah. Um, so please take us through how this procedure worked, because everybody seems to be very excited about uh, the story. Mm-hmm. All right. So with your permission, Glenn, Victor, if I may just start with precursor. Yes. I think uh, I want to just stress the importance that for anybody that just has HIV mm. uh, and is living uh, with HIV only, yes. Yes. Uh, um, the best that we still have is Test early, yes. get on treatment, because when you're on treatment, your quality of life is high. Mm. Once your quality of life is high uh, and your viral load is undetectable, yep. your chances of transmitting the virus to your partner, even sexually, mm. are low. And in South Africa, we have the best treatment uh, options available, mm. world-class uh, treatment standard. So that is the precursor I want to put forward, that for now, that is what is feasible in terms of just a patient that has got... Um, HIV infection, especially in South Africa, where an estimated 8 million people live with, uh, with HIV. So let me then uh, get to this particular case, as you requested. Yes. So what happened in this case is that it's, it's a middle-aged, uh, middle-aged woman, um, I think of mixed race. She's from the U.S., and she had been living with HIV uh, for a, a couple of years. And then she developed leukemia, mm. which is a blood cancer. Yes. And then her doctors decided to perform a blood transplant to cure the cancer. Mm. And however, you know, instead of doing the, the normal blood transplant, uh, the transplant that we're used to where we do what we call a bone marrow transplant, yes. they used what we call umbilical cord blood or stem cells. Hmm. And then the cord blood as well that she received were from a donor that had a... A, 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 a change in the in the receptor of the blood cells that she received. You know, the, it's called a CCR5 a receptor a, a deletion, which means the cord blood she received did not have the ability for HIV to attach itself oh, into okay. that blood. Okay, yes. So the transplant then she, that she got, you know, essentially didn't just, um, you know, cure the leukemia, but mm. functionally... As we say, it was a functional cure mm. uh, in terms of uh, HIV benefited her. But as you can imagine, it's quite a, a risky procedure. So mm. during the transplant procedure, she also got a, a, a blood um, a donation from a relative to allow the, the, the cord blood cells to hold. Mm. You know, just like any graft or any transplant, you need to give it uh, something to hold on to. Mm. Uh, so the relative gave her a blood transplant. After 17 days in hospital, she was released. And she was taken off the antiretroviral therapy, and uh, she has still not tested HIV-infected. Mm. Therefore, we are saying uh, she has what we call a functional cure. Mm. I mean, does this mean that this person, you know, you know, so that we get clarity, is completely mm-hmm. cured of HIV? No, Glenn. Um, I think it doesn't mean that, but mm. uh, it is 
certainly maybe a, a level higher than mm. what we would refer to as, for instance, an undetectable viral load mm. for somebody mm. who is on treatment. Okay. So what, what, this, what this case essentially means is that we are calling it a functional cure because, one, we are not 100% sure mm. that she's cured. Mm. And you know why I say that? Because HIV is a very ugly virus. It's very tricky. It, it, it mutates. It changes all the time, and it hides in different parts of the body. Mm. So we can be looking for it for the next five years mm. and then only find it in 10 years' time mm. in the same lady. Mm. Mm. So uh, we, we say it's a functional cure because at the moment, uh, you know, we haven't found uh, any HIV in, in, her, in, her, in, her, in her blood. And, um, you know, there, 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 there hasn't been any particular symptoms that she's uh, uh, exhibiting. But for us to say she's completely cured would be very, very premature mm. because, as I said, the trickiness of this virus that we're dealing with is that it, it mutates, it hides, and it can show up a few, later, a few years later. And I think if, if people are aware, we have had one or two similar cases before. Yes. One was so-called the Berlin patient. The second was, 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 one was the London patient. But the, the important thing was that both these cases had leukemia. And it's the leukemia mm. that qualifies you for the transplant. It's not HIV. Okay. So mm. this, does this mean then that this procedure is not applicable to other people living with HIV? The, the, the procedure is not applicable to other people with HIV who mm. don't have leukemia. Okay. The procedure is also not applicable to just anyone because mm. of the nature of the risk the nature of the toxicity, you know, the nature of the, the danger. It's quite a dangerous procedure. When, mm. you, when you imagine the way that you would do uh, a, a, a transplant like this, you actually have to kill somebody's old immune system mm. and give them a new immune system. Mm. So that, that's potentially fatal. Yeah. So it's yeah. quite a dangerous procedure. So it's not something that is feasible for, for, for the millions of South Africans that are living with HIV out there, you know, and even for the people with leukemia, it's not everybody that will get access to this uh, to this type of procedure. Yeah, like it's you, a handful. Yeah, yeah, like like mm. you mentioned that we should not um, get excited because we don't know what's going to happen in the next three days, in the next few months, in the next few years, which obviously kills this question that I was going to ask you, but I'll ask it anyway. <laughs> Does no, I, this... think, I think as, as scientists, uh, you know, mm. obviously we are excited because yes. it gives us um, uh, an idea that it is possible to keep HIV suppressed to the level of it, not, you know, not being seen for a while in the body. So it, it's progress in terms of scientific research. But, it but does... to be completely honest, it, it, it's not feasible yeah. for, for the millions so... that just have HIV. So it doesn't necessarily mean that we are close to a universal cure, ne? No, um, I think, as I said, all it means is that HIV scientists have got a better understanding yes. of certain things. There is no doubt that uh, we still have, you know, uh, treatment that works better and is available and is more user-friendly and less toxic. Um, and, you know, the, the need for things like an HIV vaccine, for instance, remains so much uh, far more effective if they were to, to become available uh, and less toxic than something like this. So as scientists, as I said, it's a step in the positive direction. We've got stuff to learn. 
but um, I, I, I would not want, you know, um, somebody to say, you know, I'm going to stop my treatment because now there is a cure. No, 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 no. We still want every South African abstain, be faithful, condomize, get tested, get on treatment, be, get your viral load suppressed, you know, undetectable equals untransmittable. Quality of life becomes almost as good as that of somebody without HIV once you are on treatment. And the message that we want to put across is that for the ordinary South African who's just living with HIV, we have got the best treatment regimens in the country. So get tested, get on treatment, and don't just test for HIV, test for blood sugar, cholesterol, um, you know, um, blood pressure, COVID, everything. We are integrating services now, TB as well. Sanak CEO, uh, Dr. Tembisile Tolu, thank you so much for chatting to us uh, this afternoon, Dr. Thank you, Glenn Zito. Starstruck was the word I was looking for. I'm oh. the one who was starstruck. Bye bye. Have a lovely day, Doctor. I mean, I would not want you to be starstruck. Magmelong Nick injection in in your surgery. No, I'm going to get fired after your previous conversation. Bye bye. 10 minutes to 4. Thank you, Glenn. All right, a fantastic day there. <laughs> Uh, doctor, the ust, starstruck. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, she'll be starstruck. I don't like your laughter. <laughs> it's hilarious. You know what's interesting about this particular case? Yeah. This lady, ne, they say that she's been HIV free for 14 months. Yeah. Ne, mm-hmm. And she stopped her antiretroviral yeah. treatment. Now, if the good doctor says the, it, the, the, the virus can mutate, mm. it can be quiet now and then it yeah. can reoccur or show itself again years later, is it wise then for this lady to have stopped her treatment completely? Maybe that's the advice that she got from the doctors. I've not mm. experienced the HIV. I am interesting. A, mm. I am a interesting, DJ. interesting, interesting, interesting. I am a DJ. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I'm just asking a question. I'm asking a question. I'm and it's a, you know what? It's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a relevant question. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why are you doing that? Why Excellent are, question. Why are you undermining my question? Are you not a DJ? Well, no, I'm trying to be a medical expert. I'm not. I'm actually asking a question. You're asking a question? Yeah, I should have actually asked the good doctor and not you, actually. Because you are not a medical professional. Thanks, my The doctor began a struck. <laughs> <laughs>